Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Almost clapped. Almost clapped. Almost clapped. Breeze Nation, what's good? It's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. Wait a minute. We actually live this time? No, we live. We're live today. We're live okay, today. Okay, all right. We're live today. We're breaking it down live. Okay. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of... Is the live button on? Does it say recording? It says recording now. Of course it does now. Of course it does for you. No matter matter what happens for you, you get the opposite. But hey, it's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Joined by the pettiest man alive, Mr. P-Kid in the building. We got a lot to get into on today's episode. We got what I would call a pretty significant update on Cody Whitehair's injury from Courtney Cronin. And then we also got to jump into a Jaquan Brown. Brisker update. He sounds pretty confident mm-hmm. that he's going to be out there now, whether he is or not. I guess that's up to the team. But uh, all that and that depth chart has been released. And Kid is not happy. Oh, boy. <laughs> you explain I it, love man. it, man. I love it. All that more on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. Only channel talk Chicago sports, high Chicago talk. So make sure you get in tune with us, man. Uh, kid, listen, uh, pretty, pretty couple of quick updates, but pretty significant updates. Jaquan Brisker, of course, he gave his own update pretty much. He said, I'm going to be out there. Uh, the Packers going to see me basically, uh, to me that said, come whatever may be, he's going to try and be out there. He's got a pretty serious, tomorrow's going to be really important for him as far as ramping up injury wise, different things Mm -hmm. like that. He's got a pretty quick turnaround on getting back on the field. Remember, we haven't seen Jaquan probably. I want to say a month ago, like it's probably been since July since we've seen Jaquan Brisker. Um, So it'll be good to see him back out there. He's doing some light drills and different things like that with the team, um, but hasn't gotten out there for a full padded practice. So we'll see if he is out Mm -hmm. there tomorrow. But the big update that we got today from Courtney Cronin on the Chicago Bears podcast, check out that episode as well, uh, is that Cody Whitehair, apparently has a different cast on his hand and that uh, he basically can go out there and snap the football. It doesn't hinder his snap. And so that could mean, now she also said, this does not mean that it's going to be a guarantee that he's going to be back playing center. She also said it's pro- he's probably still going to be at left guard, not to get too far in this, but I didn't think there was any chance we were going to be seeing Cody White here back at center anytime soon. Pretty significant update there on his yep. injury issue. And I mean, it, it says the offensive line is starting to move in the right direction. If it's not going to hinder his snap, we'll see tomorrow with how they practice, but if it's not going to hinder his snap. You might end up seeing Cody White here get some reps in at that center position ahead of Lucas Patrick. As it stands right now, he is still listed at left guard on the uh, on the depth chart, uh, um, and they still have Lucas Patrick at center. But listen, like Lucas Patrick, I love him, but he ain't been able to stay healthy through any of his Chicago Bears tenure. So we'll see kind of what that ends up being. <laughs> I mean, it sucks, right? It, it, it sucks, is what it is. It is it what, is it, what is. it is. 
But yeah, no, I so mean, like those, I think those are our biggest injury updates. Those are the two that I found the most significant. I mean, if this offensive line can kind of start to get some cohesion mm-hmm. going ahead of this Packers, this is the game you got to do it. They got some dogs on the other side. And we'll they talk do. about kind of where the advantages and disadvantages are for this Bears team, but there's some dogs on that Packers side of the football. So they you want to be able to protect your quarterback. They do. And and that and on both sides of the ball, like they do. Uh it may not necessarily be from their QB, but their run game is not not something to sit there and sniff at. Like they yeah. do have a decent way of, of getting some some offensive yards on that side. Uh, I gotta ask you though, with Cody White here's news and things of that nature, understanding it's a different type of cast. How do you feel about the potential of him doing that? I know you just mentioned you just delivered the news, but I want to hear your actual thoughts on it. And you know, Courtney gave hers, give yours uh, a platform, let them know what it is. You know, I, the house think, that I, think, I think he's still kind of in the same spot. I, I don't think that anything. Cha- I don't think you want to change it this close to the game. Right. You okay. want to have that continuity of Lucas Patrick been snapping to Justin Fields. You want to have Lucas Patrick snapping to Justin Fields. He's got the snap countdown. It will be nice to see Lucas Patrick be able to to me personally. I want to see him win that spot. I want to see him be able to mm-hmm. stay in there, stay healthy in that spot. That's the remember we brought him here to be our center. Yeah. We signed him yeah. to be our starting center. And so for me, when I'm looking at what I want to see from his career out here, I want to see him be what we brought him here to be. And so I'm not sitting here looking at, you know, Lucas Patrick getting this opportunity as, oh, man, this is terrible. Right. He's he's the supposedly better option for the center position. The Bears just can't rely on him because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. If he goes out there, he's able to stay healthy, able to go out on a consistent basis and make an impact. I think that mm-hmm. you're going to – and listen, he comes from the Packers organization. He knows what they're running up there. He knows what they're going to want to do up there. I get, I get it right defensively. They're trying to change some things. Kenny Clark talked about that today. But for the yeah. most part, right, like they're going to blitz more. That's that's what it sounded like. He was like, he's like we're going to be more aggressive. Oh, you're going to blitz more. Okay. That's the one thing I actually valued about him being on the Bears uh, and being our center is because of the simple fact that he knows the he knows that offense and at the same time, uh, being real, just the experience. I don't yeah. think people really understand. I mean, we all know how important the center is, but as far as being the most uh the most cerebral positions on a, on a field, yeah. center is one of them. And so it's just put your your young QB in the best situation where he has the support to sit there and have someone else be able to give input and make adjustments as well. Because some centers do have that ability, and I think Lucas Packers in his career has earned that ability uh to do so. So why wouldn't you want him there? So that's yeah. the only thing that I looked at. Now, obviously, his health is an issue, uh, but I think starting off, I, I agree with you. I don't know if he has to win it. I think just off of sheer merit that he's probably the best fit right now. If if he's healthy, he could go out there. He's the best person to help Justin right now just get over this first game. This is a heavy game. It's a really heavy game. So season opener, get your division rivals. You know, we uh, Matt Eberflus did an interview today with uh, your boys over there, Jay Hood. Uh, he gave a really, really good interview as to what it meant uh, for them and how fired up they are. So you just want to be able to put your team in the best position. Ultimately, you want to make sure that your 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 whole team has the op, the best opposite. Uh, excuse me, best opportunity to drive down the field. I think he's the best center to do it. But again, the best ability is availability. That, that's really what. Stay, it, yeah, that's yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Is it? I have no problems with Lucas Patrick being that guy. <laughs> I want him yeah. to be that guy because we paid him to be that guy. The problem right. is he ain't been healthy enough to be that guy. We saw him three plays where we I, re- I remember distinctly us going, wow, he actually looks pretty good at center. Look how they moving the ball. He's like three yards downfield. Is it? Oh, there he goes. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like it's like I would love for him to be that guy. Very I would love for him to come out. And so realistically, right, in a, in a perfect world, you're able to keep Cody White here at that left guard position. I don't think you want to risk him anyway. You're so thin on the offensive line, right? You had to go out and trade for Dan Feeney. And I love, right, bringing another Chicago guy home. Let's do it. We're mm -hmm. excited about it. Oh, man, we got another Dan Feeney in the building. We got the the mullet in the building. Another Chicagoan in the building, I should say. Grew up in Orland Park, right? Listen, I don't want to see Dan Feeney. Maybe if we're two, three weeks down the road. Dan Feeney got a lot of sacks on his name. Pause. Like, I, I, that's, that's, I don't want to see Dan Feeney out there trying to protect my quarterback. 17 sacks. In three years. You just kept going with that one too, huh? I rolled past it. I threw my paws out there. We okay. safe. <laughs> safe. I threw the paws out there. The paws is out there. We safe. You know what I mean? We ain't got to worry you. about that. A couple of questions in the chat, Pat, if you don't mind me throwing them at you, because I know you are you have the uh, ear to the street. Any update on Jenkins? Is he still looking week to week? And what's the deal with Nate Davis still? I mean, Tevin Jenkins is, he, he is what he is. He's out four weeks, right? He's, he's going to miss... He has to miss four weeks. He's going to miss four weeks automatically. So he, he's yeah. he's out. Um, Nate Davis is fine. I really think, and this is crazy to say, I can't confirm any of it. But remember, uh, uh, um, Ryan Poles said it was injury related, among other things, that basically uh, was what kept him out. I, I still have the question on what were the other things, right? Was the wife upset? Didn't know you were moving to Chicago, all this stuff. Like, what was going on? Was this an agreed thing with Pose before he got the the back? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I so think Pose feels like they Pose get fleeced? I No, I, here's the thing. I, at, at the end of the day, right, the, the knock that people have said about him leaving Tennessee was that he didn't practice. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he also made a Pro Bowl out there. And so Yurko basically said the same thing. Yurko was like, listen, I practiced because I had to. I didn't want to. He's like, he's like, who want to get hit unnecessarily? Like, I, it just don't sit right with us, right? Like, we all we all come from the mindset of you got to practice. You go out there, you practice to get better. You do that. We about, maybe maybe Nate Davis is content just being that guy. And you want to know what? If he protects the right side of the field and he's out there for 16, 17 games, I, I guess if we never hear his name on the field, we're doing something right, right? He's not a high penalty guy. He's not a like I don't know. I don't even know how to how to respond to that because it's like he don't want to practice. I can't it's prove that but he missed move. a lot of practice. The Gilbert Arenas move. Gilbert <laughs> what did Gil do? Gilbert, uh, when he gets to Orlando, he goes to stand. He says, You can either have me here at this shoot around or, <laughs> or hear me at the have me here at the game. But you can't have both. Right? <laughs> Nate Davis though rolled up, got paid, and said, "Hey, listen, I'm we we he hit him with two things. I'm supposed to be protecting the franchise player, yeah. right side. I, yeah. I made a Pro Bowl doing this. I'm gonna protect the franchise player. But we talking about practice. Nah, I, I don't know. Bro. I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, know if joking, that's no. the case. But it don't look joking. like it's not. Right? Like there's a it, lot of things that I see that don't look like it's not." And hey. so that's the part where you sit there and you're just like, come on, dog, you got to be better than this thing. To me, I don't know. It, it, they said injury was involved. That means there was some form of injury. The good thing about tomorrow, Bears fans, is when the injury report comes out, they can no longer lie to us. They have to tell us what's wrong. Oh, they're going to say miscellaneous. 
No, you can't say miscellaneous, right? There's no more lower body. This ain't the NHL. You got to come out and tell us what's happening. Hey, what's going on with my guy right here? He uh-huh. broke his knee. All right, cool. We we have no questions on that no more. This entire this this is my this is why I call. Do they have to say it if you if he shows up? You, you said what? If he shows up, do they have to say it? If who shows up? So let's say Nate Davis been missing all this time, but he shows up tomorrow. Well, no, he's back. He's been practicing. So he's, he's been back. Practicing. He's okay. been he's been back in order. He's been back on the field, all of that stuff. But the part where, you know, you start to get a little bit, you we were getting concerned was you're like, all right, dude, like this man has been gone forever. So here's the code that I've kind of broken with uh, Coach Flues, right? If you're day-to-day, that means basically you're probably week-to-week. If you're week-to-week, you're dead. Okay. If you're, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I wasn't expecting that Jeep. Like, like we was bro. here, and he was just like, "Yeah, okay." Bro, right. I mean, like, like, like just, just dropped like, off right it there. It was like okay. Tevin Jenkins, day to day, day to day, week to week. Oh, when's he coming back? Never. Uh, February. <laughs> February. You know what I mean? Like what? Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they Lonzo Baldus, bro. He'll be back next year. Like next season? I ain't say that. <laughs> <laughs> say next year. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna put up this uh, depth chart right here. See if they can see that. Uh, Why don't you pull that up on your phone, dog? <laughs> hey, man, listen, I pulled it off of Twitter. That thing was there. <laughs> Twitter's a wild place, so I have to sit there and cut that joint out a little bit. You know, that's all it is. I can move it a little bit. It's there. It's there. You want me to zoom in? I can zoom in. There you go. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, baby. Better. That's it's probably better. better. So we got the depth chart. We got the official depth chart here. Um... I mean, listen, I'm I'm intrigued. Hey, dog, hold on. Not to just say, not to say I care, but I am intrigued. Let me get let me get this out the way. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just scroll. You know, y'all know where I'm going. How this dude? All right, listen. I'm gonna try to look at the last second to last thing right there. You see Trent Taylor's name at the bottom. You see whose name was above that? That means he's starting in that position. Am I wrong? I mean, I could be dumb. Well, Trent Taylor's gonna seconds. be our starting punt returner. But but no, no, no. But Vader Jones going to be your starting what? Kick returner. Okay, let me ask you something, Pat. What he do to do that? That's what he actually did in college. Pat, when did he have a successful kick return? He had a couple of successful kick returns last year. He didn't score a touchdown, but he had he had a couple of kick returns that got into the, to the right area. He's better he, at kick return than he is at punt return by a lot. It's not even a the, question. Then the guy with the underline next to him, number 13? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I love seeing Tyler Scott not on any kick return or punt return duties because every time I see him, I see, um, uh, uh, why can't I think of Johnny Knox? I don't want, like, it, it was a couple times he returned kickoffs and returned punts in the preseason and they like, they hit him and them up flipped up in the, I was like, Jesus Christ, bro. He don't wear enough. And my man's, my man's wear a hundred and like, what Tyler Scott weigh? One, one, one sixty-five, maybe. Uh, hey, bro, he playing the NFL game, weighing one sixty-five. Now, granted, I'm just this, trying to figure out how Butterfingers, Butterfingers McGee here, got a starting spot on anything on this team. That's all I want to know. Tyler Scott weigh one hundred eighty-five pounds, and I don't buy it. But uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this out, though. Baby I mean, Jones listen, kick returning anything to kick return and punt return are very different right like i they're trying to get the best of the worst case scenario out of this right 
You weren't going to cut him because he was a third-round pick. The politics that go into that are gross. I don't like him. But realistically, you weren't going to cut him because he was a third-round pick. You know that he can do kick return. You were trying to turn him into something more than just a kick returner that you drafted. And, I mean, it, it's you're, you're putting him now in the only spot where he's had any success at the NFL level. Um, this is a great kick returner. He's not a great kick returner. Hey, he's, great in Vegas right now. Don't even rhyme. Yeah, he's not. He a don't great even kick belong kick. in the same sentence. Y'all tripping he's, right he's, now. Listen, he's 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 a good enough kick returner. He's got the speed. That's the spot where he can utilize his speed. You get more time to get the ball without people in your face, right? You're gonna, he's going to catch it alone, basically, which is where he was successful at training camp when I saw him. Right when you start seeing bodies come at you, it's very different. When people get around you, he get a little nervous. He he fumbled a football. You got to get something out of him, I guess, if you're keeping him on the roster. There's a spot you can you can do. I, I y'all know how I felt about it. I would have let him go. I don't think that he did anything to deserve to be on this roster. I don't. Um, I I don't think that he's done anything to deserve to still be uh, a part of this team. I think that you let go of people who were better at this job, but realistically, right, this is a last ditch effort just to hold on to him. Hey, I got another thing. It's a, it's some, it's some other people on this this list that's not in spots I thought they was gonna be. I know you want to cook a little bit to you. I I know which one you was going for. I was gonna leave that alone, but I want you to explain what you was about to say because uh, why they do the defense like that? What you mean? Well, you know who he's gonna mention? Who was I gonna mention? Who who? who no who, no who? no! I took you away from your thought. Who were you gonna in mention? The wrong spot. Oh no! My who? only my only concern on this was the the uh. I, it's not even a concern, right? Bajent, we all thought he was going to win that job. He don't win that job. That's crazy to me. That's the only one that irritated me. It's the only one that irritated me. I looked at it and I was like, he did enough. He showed you enough. But you go with veteran presence. I'm all, I'm not going to sit here and be mad about... We gave Peterman like two, two minutes. I mean, we paid Peterman nothing because we end up releasing him and then basically re-signed him to a nothing contract. And now... You know, like like he's he's they released him so they didn't have to pay him the money they was gonna pay him. Now they got less money. Why don't they just allow him to just be the old guy in the QB room and allow the other dudes to just go do? Like I'm trying well, to. Well, I mean, here's the thing: Agent earned that spot. I don't care what nobody say. He earned the number two spot. I don't. I don't disagree with you, but I think here's the thing: at the end of the day, when you look at a um, when you look at Tyson Bajan, basically. You don't want to be in a situation where you're throwing Bajan out there week one just in case something happens to Justin. And the first game he gets action in is Bears versus Packers. Now all of a sudden the energy's high. You got to figure this out. You could kill this kid's confidence immediately, depending on what the offensive line does in front of him, all of that stuff. I'm fine with this being the situation right now. You got the vet in there. Peterman's played in an NFL game before. He ain't played well, but he's played in an NFL game before. Uh, and, and here's the, the other thing that I will say is you get uh, experience from, by getting experience at times from, huh? from everything <laughs> we've heard. Bajent has been the one taking the first snaps after Justin. So this could also just be window dressing of on game day. Guess what? We're going to have him in there because we want you to kind of figure out the game as it comes to you. But we're still trying to develop you as QB two on the roster. I see some people in the comments. Shout out to Trevor uh, Pickens being behind Andrew Billings. I also thought about uh, Javon Dexter being behind Justin Jones, which I know it's not egregious, but 
still I mean, want to get your thoughts on that because you have you were really big on uh, Javon Dexter. Listen, though, Justin Jones and Andrew Billings are always going to be your starters, right? They're not there. They're not there yet. J Zach Pickens and and Javon Dexter mm -hmm. are not there yet. They're not the number one guys, and that's fine. You want them to develop into that guy. That doesn't mean, but you also have to think about how the Chicago Bears go about putting their depth or putting their team on the field. It's a platoon swap. They're basically doing hockey mm -hmm. lineups. Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens are still getting a good amount of snaps in a game. Mm -hmm. I would rather have Billings out there, monster of a man, him and Justin Jones together. I think they're going to be a little bit better at stopping the run, uh, hopefully. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love having Yannick out there with Demarcus Walker. And then you kind of go to the second unit where, like I said, you're going to get a lot of times Zach Pickens, uh, Javon Dexter, Dominique Robinson, Rasheen Green. Those guys are going to get a lot of time to try and attack. And then, of course, we picked up Khalid Kareem off of uh, waivers. So he'll kind of be that rotating, you know, just do anything type of guy. I'm I'm okay with what they did on the defensive line. I think the rest of this is pretty straightforward. But I know that the depth chart was a big issue that everybody had uh, coming into this because there was just right like, what the heck are we doing with with and and here's the thing I need Bears fans to understand this right and we can we can take this off now because I mean listen okay, I need y'all I need y'all to understand this I don't ever want to see Tyson Bajan snap a football we all get that right like I never want to see Tyson Bajan go set hut blue fifty two I never want to see I never want to see Nathan Peterman snap a football. If we see yeah. that, the hope is that we see that in a moment, not long term. We sitting here looking for the uh, uh, Brock Purdy or the Bailey Zappi that was able to come in, right, and still be able to electrify. You know what happens in those hey, situations? Bailey Zappi getting cut was wild, though. <laughs> they, brought, they brought him back. He on a practice squad. But, yeah. they, you, but you know what happens in those situations? That means that you didn't believe in the first guy and he was screwing up. When they brought in Brock Purdy, the reason that Brock Purdy was able to go out there, now granted, very different situation, broken legs, stuff like that, but you hadn't seen anything from Trey for you to be like, we got to have this guy when he comes back. Guess what? You saw enough from Mac for them to go, and you saw enough from Bailey Zappi, realistically, both of them, right? But you saw enough from Mac to go, hey, Bailey, we love everything you do. We hope you stay in the organization for a long time. Hey, uh, here's your walking papers. Hope, hopefully you're still around when you get back. Yeah. You know, I, I, I knew that I also with Mac fans love an underdog, too. So, you know, it's, it's pretty much what we're saying. This is an underdog story. And you just want to see people who have who show you the ability, get the opportunity to get what they deserve. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that um, he's Bajan on the Tyson, roster. I'm not saying that he's better you than know. Justin Fields, but it's like we all clearly saw that he has something there. And if given the opportunity. Obviously, it would be under some extreme circumstances, and we hope, or extreme circumstances, we hope that that doesn't be that isn't the yeah. case. But if we had to have someone to come behind Justin Fields, we want to see Tyson have that opportunity. So I think it's but more along the lines of he's on the roster, he's still there. I love that he's yeah, he's still you. getting paid, he's still on an NFL team. I never want to see this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the guy hey. he never takes a snap in a Chicago Bears uniform, right? Like, <laughs> I, I hope not either. I just say this. I feel better knowing he's there because I do feel like he has potential, uh, even though we got picks next season, even if that we're in that situation. But we and, can move on from that. And realistically, here's the other thing, too, because I like right, V-Dog dropping this one. He says injuries are a part of the game, no, Pat. It's more now 
It's a 17-game schedule. You got to account for people missing chunks of time. I hope not because there's a lot of quarterbacks that didn't miss chunks of time last season. I'm hoping that Justin Fields can actually be one of them. Remember, Justin Fields missing time last season is because we had three wins. Right, like the end of the season yeah, where they were basically down. like, yeah, we're not going to play him no more, right? He's getting banged and stuff like that. Like, it's because we had three wins. We didn't, okay, I saw what I needed to see from Justin. I'm fine. We're good. We don't need to see this anymore. Don't risk it. If we were in a playoff race, y'all think he's not out there? No. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, even, even the Lamar situation, Lamar's injury situation looks way worse last season because Lamar didn't put himself in a bad position because of his contract, which... I mean, realistically, right, you you can bring up your own questions on that, whether you agree with that or not. Should he have gone out there? Should he not? But he didn't put himself in that position because he said, oh, nope, still banged up because I ain't got no money that's going to uh, set me up lifelong. His, they also said he had a really bad ankle sprain that he probably would have normally tried to fight through, but it wasn't worth risking everything. It's not worth it, right? Hey, hey, look, I, I got a bad ankle sprain and y'all don't want to pay me? Oh, yeah, y'all not going to see me. The next team will enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, so it's 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 one of them like it's one of those situations where I also look at Lamar as like, okay, he could have played more games than this. He would like I think that a lot of the situations that they were in dictate how the injuries have gone. I hope that Justin Fields is a guy that can play uh uh um uh, hopefully 16 games this season because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we got a playoff spot locked up. We're not gonna do anything. Mm -hmm, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day. That's fine if I see Tyson Bajan week 18 versus the Packers. And I need y'all to understand this too. He already beat out Peterman once. Right? They're gonna, they're gonna sit there and split reps during the during the week if Justin was to get hurt to set up for the next week. He already beat out Peterman once. He probably can beat out Peterman again. That's a fact. That's a so fact. it's not like he's locked into this spot. I think that they're doing this right now because you don't want to, right? You have Justin. You know what's coming here. God forbid, knock on something. I don't know. Heck. But uh, <laughs> Justin Fields end up getting hurt in this game. That's not the time where you want to be like, all right, Tyson, let's figure it out. Right? Like you want to you kind of be able to, at least Peterman, you're like, all right, you've been in this situation before. You know how to be a backup. Go do it. So I think that there's also that that plays into it, too. If that were to happen and it was something that lingered on, you could see following week probably Beijing mm -hmm. went out that job. Mm -hmm. let's, uh, let's look into that other aspect of what you mentioned. I know you mentioned uh, – oh, let me make sure I'm on point. I know you mentioned being honest about what the Packers had. And it's not the, a Packers praise fest. We're not going to do that. But just putting it, putting it out there and, and, and looking at the fact that they do have dogs on the other end, go in a little more detail as to what you meant by that. Like who, on their hey, on bro, their defensive line, I, who I do gotta, they have? I, I got to bring this up. Hey, y'all remember when Cicadas was only – this is way out of this left field. Y'all remember when Cicadas only popped up every seven years? Bro, they so loud in this tree behind my house right now. It just threw me off. I thought a cat was being murdered. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. <laughs> bro. You got that many cicadas in that tree? Bro, bro, we got big trees in the bay. You, you seen, like, my neighbors got the real yeah. big trees. Bro, like, I'm talking about, they screaming out here, dog. Like, I didn't, I, I thought cicadas was seven-year bugs, bro. What happened? I remember being a kid, seeing a cicada one time, and they was just like, yo, we out, we back. We ain't leaving no more. And then somebody told me that, like, this. I was certain, 17. 
Hey, bro, listen. God's still unlocking characters. That's where I'm at with it. I saw a hornet the other day. We walking out down the street, me and Maya, right? I saw a hornet the other day. Inch and a half long, bro. Dragging a cicada. I found out that there's a hornet that all it, it's like a, a lone wolf. Don't have a hive, nothing. All it does is hunt cicadas. Dragging this man down the street. I witnessed a murder. <laughs> bro, like, bro, I'm terrified because it's huge, bro. Like, I'm talking about the thing like this big. It's like dragging this, and then it just going to a hole in the ground, bro. I said, what am I seeing? Right, God unlocking new characters. I don't like it. You just That's all I'm saying. Ted Bundy right. of, of, of insects, and you just watched it? You said, hey, bro, what you wanted me to get? <laughs> what the heck is going on with you, Pat? Hey, bro, hey, bro, listen, I still got the hood in me. That was none of my business. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you spent like three minutes talking about bugs and cicadas and people stuck around. Hey. For that, by the way. Hey, I appreciate like y'all. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. No, here's the thing. Uh, I want to talk about one thing that we believe. Uh, I don't, it don't have to be one thing, but uh, a couple of things uh, to really get into here. One. What do we believe is going to be a clear advantage over the Green Bay Packers? Where do we think this Bears team is going to struggle? I think that those are two things because we got to be realistic about the team we got. I know that we're all expecting this team to go 17-0. We're all excited. The season's coming. We are five more sleeps away from football. Uh, being back here in Chicago, my baby will be wearing a Bears jersey next Sunday. Love it. Boom. We all out here. At the end of the day, DraftKings, I believe it was, has the Bears as a one-point favorite, which basically means flip a coin, whichever team uh, it lands on, that's the team that's going to win. So the world doesn't have us that highly rated at this point. This is the NFL, though. We know how that go, right? You have one game where you put, right, if the Bears come out and win this game 40 to 12, which would be amazing. Be amazing. If the Bears come out and win this game 40 to 12, the next week is going to be like, oh, my God, the Bears are a 12-point favorite against the Buccaneers, which is also unrealistic. But we know how the overcorrection will happen and all of that. But, like, I mean, where's where do you see right now the Chicago Bears have a clear-cut advantage over the Green Bay Packers? Receiving core? That's about it. To me, yeah. our, our receiving core is better than theirs. But outside of that, I think it And it's is. really just DJ Moore. <laughs> It's really just DJ Moore. Outside of that, I don't think our backs are drastic. I don't think our backs are better. I don't think they're worse either. I don't know if we're better. I would I say their better. running backs are probably better than ours. I was leaning more to our running backs. I but okay, I can see that. I, uh, I, I, I think don't think it's that, that offensive think line is better than ours. I think. But here's the thing too, right? The offensive line. Their offensive line is better than ours. Yeah, that I think, and 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 more consistent. I think that's really that's what, and that's is. that's what I want people like going into this wow. game. Watch what Jordan Love does versus what Jordan Love is allowed to do. That will be a very different situation. A good oh, a good line that will make him look like a god, though, bro. And and that's that's what it comes. He's he he looked all preseason. Everybody's hyping him up. Oh my god, this looks great. I love what we're seeing. Jordan Love, he's got it. He's able to run these. Play- First off, he's running the script. I would hope he can run the script. Mitch could run the script. Uh, but oh my god, he's able to do this. He's making plays. Boom, we're getting it down the field. I love it. No, your offensive line looks amazing. Also, the defense isn't doing anything yet. But you got some real nice players to me on that offensive line. If that old line is able to stay healthy, guess what? Jordan Love's probably going to look like a decent quarterback, which is exactly what I want. I want him looking decent, decent. so they can't get rid of him. <laughs> I want him to look decent, so they just got to be like, we kind of got to pay him. Like, ah. I want him to be a little bit below Jimmy G. 
I want him to be right at Jimmy G. Nah, because right at Jimmy G could be kind of fluky. Like, I like I, I got this love-hate relationship with, with this whole Jimmy G thing, right? Like, Tom C looks like a pure stud, right? Hair flowing. Guess what? He walks up, different supermodel every other night. We know porn star Jimmy's making it happen out there. Uh, that's literally what they call him on ESPN at this point. He's porn star Jimmy. That's oh, no, yeah, that's his brand. name. Listen, he's been with multiple porn stars out here. Right. So, like, but, the, young, you know, maybe the young world and the fascination with the porn stars is crazy. The young Look, athlete is, it's, it's, but I guess, right, if you're going to get something done, go to a professional. Maybe Zion should have took classes from him because at least Jimmy G seems to be doing it right for some odd reason. Zion anyway, Williamson and porn star. There you go. <laughs> um, but it's like it's like, hey, if if he comes out looks just like Jimmy G, yeah, we in for a long ride, dog. Yeah. It looks if he if if he's a healthy Jimmy G, mm, I don't know about that, dog. But here's here's the thing for me. I think I want Justin Jimmy G Fields. with the injuries. I think the ceiling for Justin Fields. I want Jimmy G with the injuries. <laughs> that would be. I ain't gonna. Nah, I ain't gonna wish injury on nobody. That's wild. But I was no, gonna say that like would that, be I'm the, like, that the would be the situation where it would be like they can't get rid of him because he's good. But realistically, that man there for twelve games every year. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's Jimmy G. Jimmy G keep getting a job on that. Jordan Love, I think they would cut bait with him. Listen, y'all know Wisconsin is just North Alabama, so. I mean, you you can't you you can't be a brother up there struggling too long. At the same time, they've had two QBs in the last thirty years. Yeah, I mean, listen, that that, that, <laughs> that plays a part into it. But I mean, hey, look, all I'm gonna say is that run is over. That's that's all I'm gonna say. That run is over because and and I, the reason I feel that way, I know everybody's still nervous. Everybody's on the fence. Oh, is Jordan Love still gonna be good? Is he gonna be the next guy? If he was. They'd have moved on from Aaron. <laughs> I don't know about that, dog. Because Aaron, Rodgers they had no problem. Listen, Brett was still an MVP after he left. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers wasn't as much of a jerk as but Brett was. Brett was a real jerk. Nah, he was pretty much the same amount of jerk. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, he's pretty much the same amount of jerk. They they are very much the same. It's wild how their careers have literally mirrored each other. I, I'm gonna say this. I think that we, the version that we got to hear of Brett, because we were younger, and they hear hearing him as a jerk. I think being a jerk in like 05 is vastly different than being a jerk. In well, yeah. So it, it, it's probably a <laughs> lot more rapey. If you, you wow. know what I mean, like it's probably you know back then you could get rid of get away with anything. Okay. Didn't, and didn't, this is how we pivot didn't, didn't away Brett from that. Like, didn't he send like <laughs> picks to a sideline reporter or something like that and during Brett, the game? This is how we pay. Hey, listen, he ain't gonna sue us like he tried to sue Pat McAfee. Could you please stop it? Hey, listen, listen. Could you please <laughs> stop what, it? I, I I'm broke, baby. I ain't got it. I'm broke, baby. I ain't got it. You can't sue us for the truth. That one actually happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm broke. Hey, listen, he sued Pat McAfee for something that he actually reported to. This that is true. Was, this is true. This I'm is broke. True. Maybe I ain't got the I ain't got the defense to fight it. I ain't do it. I ain't do it. Hey, Brett, Pat speaks by himself. To me, to me, right? Like I, I think that if the Packers felt good about Jordan Love, the Packers probably feel Jordan Love is what we've said he is, right? He's okay. I don't think he's going to be. I, I, I think Bears fans are hoping he's the worst quarterback they've ever seen. I don't want that because I want him to stick around and just be mediocre. But I think he's mediocre. I think he's a quarterback that we will talk about every now and then having one of those uh, uh, pop-up seasons, right? Where we like, man, that man threw for like 25 touchdowns, 11 picks. And he did, but then, right, like they lose in the first round. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Pat. 
the heck is going on with that doll that behind you, dog? <laughs> what the heck is that doll doing behind you, dog? Which one? Behind your right shoulder. What is that dog? Okay, never mind. All right, all right. I have to be oh, sure. About, it looked, it looked weird for a second. I'm going to say, you doing a Charlemagne thing with the dog? Yeah. I thought she was right doing there? a Charlemagne thing with the dogs. I'm going to say, dog, what are you doing, dog? No, what no, 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 no. What's no. happening? No, I got okay. Luffy and then I got Bardock back there. I got to get some more. My gotta, bad. Gotta, my bad. Gotta rack it up a little bit more. I you thought, know Hey, I don't know what was happening. I about to say, no, he did just, you know, my ADHD was not going to let me not play. I <laughs> <laughs> see that look weird right there. I don't know what's happening, but uh, it don't look like what it looked like. like he's, okay. doing, he's doing a, a double, don't worry about it. It's an anime thing, but okay. uh, it involves canon. But no, I I just, I, I look at this Jordan Love, this Packers situation as if they build a team that'll insulate him, he'll be fine. Can they do that? Because you yeah. couldn't do it, couldn't couldn't do that around Aaron Rodgers. That's why he got upset. Yeah, and realistically, that's I think that's going to be the biggest battle. I know you mentioned uh, the question. The initial question was, you know, what do we have that's vastly different than ours? We got a lot of comments in the chat. A lot of people are saying linebacker. A lot of people saying that their their defense is uh, is suspect or their defense. Sucks. But here's you know, a lot of names on that defense, but we got them too. Like, the same things that we can say about their defense, we can say about our defense. A lot of names that you look at and you're like, guess what? The defensive coordinator's got to put it together. Yeah. And guess what? We're saying the same thing. He's I don't know the how same many. Thing. Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon. We got names. Tyreek Stevenson is a high pick. He's a guy you expect a lot out of early. Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson. I don't look at their DB room and be like, my God, it's leaps and bounds better than the Chicago Bears. We, to me, we got the better linebacking court. Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards. Jack Sanborn's a guy, but he's a guy that knows where to be on the field. He knows how to get to the ball. Like, I don't look at the Packers defense as leaps and bounds better, where I do look at the Packers being better is the defensive line, but we also haven't seen anything from Yannick. That's true. What is that? Like, nobody's seen what Yannick and Gakwe can do. They played him three plays in that last preseason game. What is he going to do when he gets on the field? If he can create, and this is the one thing that I've said, there's a lot of things that we see from the quarterbacks in this division that we look at and we go, this is going to be tough. But we're not looking at it with the mindset of, oh, but what if he's running for his life? Yannick Ngakwe mm -hmm. is a guy that makes you run for your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If Jordan Love is getting out, having to use his legs, extend the play, uh, uh, um, not to say that he can't do that, but he ain't Justin Fields. And he so Fields. I, I, I feel a lot more confident with where the Bears are as far as being able to put pressure on, on uh, the, the quarterback um, with Dominic, uh, Demarcus Walker coming off of one side, Green coming mm -hmm. off the other. Mm -hmm. I think Zach Pickens is going to be a guy that makes an instant impact. I do think that he's going to get uh, a little bit further. Uh, he is a little bit further ahead than Javon Dexter right now. I think Dexter is a guy that's going to come on later in the season probably, but I mean, listen, I think the Bears are actually going to be able to generate some pressure. You're going to see a better uh, – you don't have a choice but to see a better run defense on this team. And so, for me, I've got the Bears' defense is better than the Bear, than the Packers' defense right now. And you've got the, the wide receiving core. I would agree with you, right, Christian Watson, probably the best they got out there. Okay. I yeah. like Christian Watson. We both liked Christian Watson, but, you know, you couldn't figure it out with, with – one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I'm supposed to think you're going to just ma miraculously get it together with Jordan Love? I think that 
ultimately it boils down to what we just mentioned. You know, how do you string it together? How do you string it together? There's some things that to be concerned about for the Bears. You know, coaching is one. How is that going to translate? Uh, you know, is 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 Matty E is is Williams? Are they going to pull it all together on both ends of the ball? All of that is is something to, to look at. How is it going to show up on the field? You know, how is our line going to hold up? I know we like Justin Fields running and making plays, and he's electric and stuff like that. Uh, it's not necessarily what I want to see uh, fresh out the gate with it. Yeah. Um, you know, not really, because then that's going to be a repeat of last season, and then it's going to be like, hey, yeah, we know Justin can run, but we want him to have the opportunity to play winning football and have a long-lasting career. <laughs> and I, you know, that's what long-lasting career is. What I want to stick for. Hey. It's it's I'm thankful Lamar Jackson as a player hasn't had too many injuries, but you can't tell me that running for twelve hundred yards or over a thousand yards doesn't come with its own set of fears, complications, and in risk. So I'm not. No, it still that. does. Yeah, it still you does. Know? I'm, I'm never gonna say that. Right? Like, listen, you get hit. You don't want your quarterback getting hit. And, and the problem with with guys like that is a guy like Justin Fields don't get protected. Yeah. So the question we should be asking is not comparing our defense to their defense, but really is their defensive line better than our offensive line? Yes. That's that's easy. I, I give you that. Yes. And guess what? <laughs> well, I can't say. A, I don't know what John L. Wright look like. That's true. Okay. It depends on what your rookie looks like. I mean, that's another thing that we're coming out of this game, right? With a real asset. He's in there. Yeah. Starting right tackle. First day. Get it. Get it together. Let's go see uh, who who they throw out against you. Because mm -hmm. there's some dogs on the other side on that Packers defensive line. That's that's actually, I think, a better way of looking at these games. That's really what we that's really what the pros really do. But I know in these conversations, we kind of just speak their defense, our defense, and stuff like that, as if those two defenses are gonna be on the floor at the same time. Yeah. Like that's like it's not gonna happen that way. But ultimately, it's our offensive line gonna protect Justin against their defensive line. You said their defensive line is better. I tend to believe you. I yeah. I, I was leaning that way anyway. Cool. Now, realistically, is our defensive line better than their offensive line? I I don't know. You have you have to take only reason, only reason I don't know is because I haven't seen what Yannick and Demarcus look like together for more than three plays. That's the only reason. I would I would love to sit here and be like, yeah, you know, I I know, you know, pretty much where this is going to be, but like, I mean, I, I don't know what their offensive line is going to, or what the Bears defensive line is going to look like, realistically. So. And that's I, an honest answer. And I think that's the one thing that most people, most sane people at least, are trying to communicate. It's not that Justin is not going to be good. It's not that we don't want him to be good. It's like, let's be realistic. You ain't see that man throw. To even say he's better than other QBs, insert QB name there, whatever, right? They, they, we have some people have Justin Fields on the same level as Jalen Hurts. We yeah. ain't seen it yet. Give it yeah. time. Like, let this be the season where we give it time. We ain't seen our team be that dominant yet. Give it time. Not saying don't wish for us to win, that we're not hoping for us to win, but don't go out there and make blanketed, uneducated statements as if we're just like sitting there going to go 17 and 0. Well, we know good and daggone well, we not. Like, don't be that person because you set yourself up for hurt, for, for pain. And at the same time, that unrealistic expectation when you put on a young team, a young QB and stuff like that, that changes narratives. I've been saying it for the last couple months. I'm going to stand on that because, again, some of y'all want Justin Fields to go out there and look like the second coming of Mike Vick mixed with Lamar Jackson tomorrow. And it may not be that. 
What I will say is That's this. That's okay. What I will say is this, though, where, where a lot of Bears fans, where the hype is there and I can understand it, is if Justin Fields can pass a little bit better, the Chicago we, Bears can win 11 to 12 games. Win it, baby. Because he's that much. The, your division's not that good. You, you can find six more games that all of a sudden the Bears can win that we don't know if they can win or not. But just get, but that's, but give that's me six part, games. That, give me that, six that, games. I, I think that's the part that a lot of people end up getting stuck on. That's the part that a lot of people end up, you know, where you're ho- you're already making the assumption that yeah. Justin Fields is going to take this step. If Chicago Bears come out and Justin Fields is, you know, okay, he's still a really good runner. You haven't seen him throw the football very accurate in this preseason. If he throws the football like that, you got enough playmakers where your margin for error will allow you to be a six to seven win team. If Justin Fields comes out and he sets the world on fire. And remember this, this is this is not a situation of, yes, the offensive line is going to play a part. You have to see that as well. But I'm talking about, right, like he's able to take his bad situation and turn it good with his mm-hmm. arm as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bears. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the Bears in the 10, 11, 12 win range by the end of this season. I don't expect that. I don't expect to see that because I'm taking this. I'm slow playing this. I think that there's still a lot of holes on this team that you still got to fix. I don't expect the Bears to be putting up 40 points a game every single game. But if we do, I take it. (laughs) But if we do, right. You know what I mean? And I think that's where, to me, the conversation gets skewed. We take our expectations on... This is what he can do based on the abilities that I've seen. And I think if he just takes that next step with that, we're here. But we're guaranteeing the next step. You can't guarantee the next step. I thought Zach Levine was going to take the next step last season and be a 30-plus point per game score. He did not. <laughs> he got close toward the end. Some shit. Toward the end, yeah. But, but, the it, end. yeah. but, but it, it's the assumption that you just pick up right where you left off. There's going to be some regression in the offseason where you're trying to get back on it, right? Like, I, I just think that there's that you, you have to be realistic and then pleasantly surprised. For me, Austin realistic right Robinson. now, nine wins is realistic. Because I do think Justin Fields is going to improve. I think by the end of the season, we're going to be talking about him as one of the premier quarterbacks. Yeah. But that don't mean that happens week one versus Green Bay. Week one versus Green Bay, I want to make sure that my coaches have a game plan in place that they can adjust that puts us in a position to be successful. It's, it's called cautious optimism. I'm going to use it again simply because you can be optimistic. You can hope be as hopeful as you want to be, but you're cautious because you're giving room for the fact that it may not look exactly like you want it to. And more than and likely, it, it won't. And more than likely, it won't. And that's what you just have to be realistic about. And understand that if you want a great QB, great QBs take time. Not everybody's Patrick Mahomes. There's only one Patrick it. Mahomes. <laughs> Right, I would love it. <laughs> hey, the closest the closest you got to him was there's literally a, only one Patrick Ball. There's literally only one Patrick Ball. The closest you got to him was a guy who spent two years on the bench because of illegal troubles. Hey man, just gotta keep those massages face down. That's all I'm saying. Alrighty uh, then, We're let's talk about this, right? That. Because <laughs> hey, you know what I mean. Let's talk about this real quick, and then we can get up out of here because uh, every week is going to be Panthers watch. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Every single week is going to be Panthers watch. Yep. And it's not off to a good start. 
Brian Burns is doing a hold in because the Panthers don't want to give him his contract. Now, there are three pass rushers right now that are all in this situation. Everybody's kind of waiting for Nick Bosa to get his deal because when Nick Bosa gets his deal, guess what? I'm on par with this or I'm close to this. I want my money like Nick Bosa got. We got Chris Jones waiting on his money. Now we have Brian Burns on the list as well. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If the Panthers don't have Brian Burns, they're not going to win very many games. And I think the most important game they need him for is this game right here to start it because they start their season versus the Atlanta Falcons. I think that's the only game out of their first seven games that they're going to win. And the thing is, we need them to be trash, right? We need them to be trash. Like, I'm we fine with it. Trash. I feel good about it. <laughs> But Brian Burns, 12 and a half sacks. He's in a hold-in situation right now. And the Bears basically get the benefit off of the Panthers' misfortune. So so let me ask you this. Why is that not a good thing then? Like, we want him to hold out as long as possible. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I thought no, to, no, the no, way no, you the way it sounded at first it was like, oh no, wait, wait a minute. Like no, no. This, this here's, work here's my big scenario, like, right? Huh? The Panthers <laughs> lose so many games and don't want to play pay Brian Burns that uh we yet again trade for their first round pick going into the next season. We get Brian Burns back because we get the number one overall pick again and they want to go get their wide receiver. Now, granted, if I get the number one overall pick, I know it sounds crazy. I'm probably gonna trade down, but I want Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't care what nobody say. I want Marvin Harrison Jr. Give me Marvin Harrison Jr. I want it. That's all I want. Coming out of this draft, if I don't get it, if I don't get Marvin Harrison Jr., we fight. Man, Paul's got to shoot the ones. He large too, by the way. Tall dude. It's, he's you. You forget he an offensive lineman until you see him in person. You'd be like, oh, six five. Ah, hey dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a shot at Caleb Williams. Justin better look real good. I'm just saying. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Listen, well, I think that's the that's also if the Justin point. look mid. I ain't say if he could look better, but if he looks mid, you know what? I got to shout everybody. At Caleb I saw everybody on the Caleb Williams hype and all of that, bro. Like, listen, you can't hype up Caleb Williams after that first game. They were playing me and you. They was playing Bishop Sycamore out there, bro. Like, come, like I hate how college football been, is, bro. They've been hyping up this kid for the last two years. Oh no, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying shit. that he's that he's not a good player, but like I'm not sitting here losing my mind at the uh uh you know UFC USC beating who they who they just played. Who is it? USC football, who they just play? Like uh Nevada. They beat them 66 to 14, bro. I mean, hey, listen. You can make any you can have any rhyme or reason to discredit a QB. I mean, I could sit there and say Justin had the best O-line in college and had receivers who had the top receivers, and he could take a nap in the pocket. He literally could sit there and wait for a person to get open and then throw it. And that's exactly what happened. Like Ohio quarterbacks typically don't really do well. well in what NFL. I'm that's saying is statistics. No, so I mean, I like get, we could Nick pick it all day. Listen, but I get all that. Williams what I'm saying is a is, passer, dog. I'm just saying. Hey, look, but don't tell me that about number six USC versus Nevada, 
who's probably going to lose the next 18 games after this. I'm talking about even going into next season. Like, don't give it to me versus that team. When you play, when you play the Alabamas, when you play them SEC dogs, I bet. Let's have that conversation. I but bet. don't I do it you. to me. I'm seeing people lose their mind. Caleb Williams is the next one versus Nevada, bro. Come on, dog. Like, <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm just saying, if we I got the number one over right now, <laughs> we talking about Carolina sucking. If they if they suck that bad, that we end up with a top pick like that. All I'm saying is this: you, we got to be real sure because we would have passed up on two QBs to make this happen. Hey, listen, that's gonna be a whole different situation. That's I, all I'm, I'm saying. A, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I think by the end of the season, we're not gonna be talking about Caleb Williams as the number one pick. I, 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 that's all I'm saying. That's all. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You mean talking about him as if he like we don't need him? I hope we, that's the case. I hope we don't have to talk. I'm, about I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about uh, in general. I, I don't oh, think we're gonna think be talking about Caleb Williams as the number oh, one you talking pick. about Shador coming out. Shador dog, bro. Shador Fam. dog. Shador Here's another game, name. Bro. I just don't want to need a QB because I ain't gonna lie to you. QBs I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't want to need a QB, but if we need one. A Sanders ain't bad. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm oh, not come on, dog. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Hey, hey, listen. But at the end of the day, we're going to end this with a, a bear down, and we hope Justin is absolutely the stud that we hope he is. We're just saying that Poles built a safety net. Poles built a safety it. net, and I love it, man. Listen, Brian Burns going to be out, uh, and uh, let's hope he's out for a while. Chris Jones, you stay out as well. We don't want to see you. Let's hope you get paid. I hope you get all the money you deserve in week four. Uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. As always, we got the podcast out every day. Five-star review. You know what to do. Appreciate you guys for showing love. For P-Kid, it's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.